Hey everybody, it's Eric Balance coming to you with the Resilient Minds podcast where I feature beautiful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts in their field where they help us discover their X factor, their experience of life, only to discover how they were able to accomplish and find out their why factor, their big why, their purpose in life. So join me as we get to discover the beauty of our minds and how can we really continue to go after the biggest and most wildest dreams while we continue to pursue and manifest our greatest intelligence that comes from the heart. Also, if you haven't, go check out the new alignment course that I've created at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. See you on the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Resilient Minds podcast. Welcome, Jeff, brother. I'm super excited to have you here, bro. I just want to thank you for joining me today. And really, I'm ex- like exceptionally excited for our time together because, you know, although I'm in the middle of my evolution in my business, you know, I really feel like I have this servant heart and that's something that has been such a calling for me and I know that's been the same for you and you've been able to mirror each other's kind of energy since we've met since the moment we've we've met and I'm definitely not saying that the way I used to serve people was wrong um, or that you know I haven't facilitated or don't want to facilitate that kind of support for people anymore but it's more about that I feel like I'm being more called to serve people who've mastered where really, I feel at one point, um, I started, you know, I think that we both have this place where we, we started and we've, we've been able to jump to these next level of consciousness and people that are ready to jump to the next level of consciousness, which I feel is what your business, what you have embodied, brother, what you're capable of doing. So I really want to take us on this beautiful journey today that I know so many people aspire to be like. Um, so if you really don't mind, I really want to take this time together to turn this beautiful experience, this relationship, this continuum of our relationship and leave people who are listening, who are excited to know more about you, about One Golden Thread, a clear vision or maybe a blueprint that they can follow or really be motivated and inspired and empowered about to what they can do in their life to really bring this level of awareness but engage in, in, it into their human experience. How does that sound? Sounds like a rocket ship, you know? Yeah. I mean, f- first and foremost, look, it's an honor to be here. And I've come to realize in my life that I'm nothing without you, you know, and you and you and you. And, um, you know, this isn't about you. This isn't about me. This is about we. And, um and it's the mirrors and reflections that we are able to see ourselves more deeply by seeing something in another that reflects back to us. And that's where we actually can, as we said, go deeper into new heights. So it's an honor to be here and let's uh, see where we go. Let's do this, right? So brother, thank you again. So I really want to know, like, how did it all start for you? You know, not the physical and practical steps, you know, that you took yet, you know, we'll get into that later. But for now, I want to really just kind of dive into the emotion, the intellectual, the spiritual things that may have happened to you in your life that pointed you into the direction that you are today. You know, like what was it? And when did you find this clarity for what you wanted to do and you're doing now? 
I lived a life being empathetic to everyone's journey, um, but my own. Um, and that um, served me incredibly well to be a great amplifier. I saw the gold in people at a, at, at a very early age, but I pushed my gold away. And so, you know, I was able to get away with that um, inside my body for um, up until I was the time of an adult. And then I started getting sick. I mean, literally like uh, sick, sick. You know, I, I, I would be, have bad flu-like symptoms, you know, twice a year habitually. Um, in my 40s, early 40s, I had walking pneumonia three times in seven years, which if anybody knows what that is, it usually starts in your throat. Like these golf ball size, you know, just your throat explodes, it drops into your lungs. It turns into Kermit the Frog. You can't breathe. You scar it is on your lungs. I was in the hospital three times in seven years. And, you know, I, something wasn't working. And so I, you know, I was very early on in my journey and somebody said, go see a Chinese medicine doctor. Okay, cool. So I went to him and this is when I was, um, you know, 42. And, and, and he, you know, they take the pulse the way they do. They kind of dance around your wrist and, and he looks at me and he says, um, do you want me to give it to you straight? And I was expecting him to say, take the right red pill or the blue pill. Yeah. And I took a gulp and I said, okay, yeah, give it to me straight. And he said, look, you look fine on the outside, um, but you're not long for this planet. He said, you know, your, your vitals are completely off. There's something going on inside your body that's just like suppression and repression and it's all like tightened up. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're a, you, you have a, a low pulse, you have a, you're a shallow breather in your lungs, your kidneys are screaming, you're, um, he just said, you're, something is, is, is amiss. And whatever the relationship is in your life um, that starts with yourself, um, something is off. And so, <clears throat> yeah, look, he, pre he prescribed bark chip tea to me, which <laughs> was the most god awful thing in the world. Is it possible to clean? I'm like, after three weeks, I'm like, uh, maybe I'll just be sick. I know, I, I know how to live through this. But I realized I needed something else. And actually, the crucible moment in my life was I ended up taking a workshop at, a, at an incredible um, transcendent place that many of you know, your um, fans, uh, your followers, have either been to or aware of called Esalen, which is um, Big Sur um, right on the cliffs. And it's a place of, of transformation. And I, um, I took a workshop that, that um, forever changed my life. And ironically enough, it was called Claiming Your Voice. And the moment that I took that, um, my life opened up, my heart opened up, my ability to listen, to understand versus respond opened up, my ability to see myself within the same lens of which I was seeing everybody else in my life began to open up. And I started amassing for myself um, no longer knowledge, because knowledge is what we hoard and store, but wisdom is what we experience and share. And so I started being in the company of people like you and we and, 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 and everything in between and, and all the downloads and channels and, and, and chills. And I started, my body started opening up in terms of being embodied. Like I, I'll share something deeply personal and quite, you know, hilariously accurate is that 
uh, right around then, um, when something dropped into me as truth, um, my nipples would get hard. And now to this day, like if something is truth, boom, my nipples. As a matter of fact, for those that know me really well, we'll kind of take a peek in there like, yeah, okay, got it. It's like your true is truth. So it's like, you know, <laughs> so so it's, um, yeah, it. man. So I, 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 that was a crucible moment. And then um, I, um, two years into that, um, it burst out of me um, as, as I uh, uh, experienced plant medicine for the first time. And it wasn't even the plant medicine. It was the buffer day between ceremonies. And I'm staring at an open page, looking under the Vermont Hills. And, um, and I came to discover as I started writing and it was flowing out of me, not like poetry, but it was flowetry because poetry is way too, that's yes. what the pros do, but it was flowing and it was all the wisdom strung together. And I'm looking at it and I said, and I smiled to myself, I said, this is it. This is my life 2.0 letter. This is my new way of the reframe, the reveals, the remembrance of all the things that I had pushed away for half a century. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I called it my life 2.0 humanifesto. And so that became, um, that became my mantra. I read it on the daily. I hadn't committed it to embodied memory yet. And I had a year later, and, um, and ju- just to, you know, this will get to what I'm doing now and how, and how it led to this is that, um, is that I was sitting with a friend of mine in New York and she was going through a very challenging time. And she said something about, about, her fear and she was, and, 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 and there was a, there was an expression within the humanifesto that I came to realize through my own experience that fear is not the enemy. It's our resistance to fear. That's the enemy. Mm-hmm. And if we do, if we come into that as Joseph Campbell, so expertly visioned for us, visualized for us, we can walk into that cave chest open, breathing deep and receive the gifts of what of what beholds uh, within, and so I said, "Listen, I wrote something, and I, I maybe it'll speak to you." And I and and I, I said, "Look, it's really deep," and I started almost apologizing for it because again, I was still on that journey where I was apologizing for sharing my gifts. I didn't see my gifts still as worthy as you of, of, as worthy as yours. So I shared with her the the humanifesto. And she looked at me as you're looking at me now, kind of expressionless and just kind of receiving it. And I took a deep breath and I was about to say, I'm sorry, that was too deep, too much. I, I'd never shared this with anybody. And, um, and as I took the deep breath to apologize, she said, thank you. She said, I don't know what's happened, but I feel like just open to myself in this moment and I, I need to go sit with this. And so she walked away and three days later, she called me and she said, look, I don't know what has happened inside myself, but um, I'm, um, there was something within there that was wisdom that I've now embodied. And um, the things that have happened in terms of synchronicity and serendipity in the last three days has been like nothing I could believe. You should share this. And I said, and I immediately changed the subject. Um, and then two months later, my life changed forever in 33 words by a perfect stranger from South Africa at an art gallery opening where I met everybody there is super cool. It's a rock and roll exhibit, super vibe, Berlin, New York, 
South Africa. Everybody's cool as hell. And I was just honored to be in the room. And, and I and I turned and I met everybody saying hi to each other. And I and this gentleman um, says hi to me. And he asked me what I was doing in the world. I said whatever I said. And I said, well, what kind of beautiful magic are you up to in the world? He said, well, I've actually come from a dark place, but I, I'm actually igniting. That's my terrible South African attempt. I love it. Yeah. And I said, I said, igniting. I said, I said, listen, that's so ironic. You said igniting. I wrote this two-part, three-part story that was around intention, integration, and ignition. And he says, well, I'd like to hear it. And I said, well, it's not really the type of thing for a party. It's super deep. And it's like, I've only shared it once before. And it's probably not the right place. And he says, no, I want to hear it now. And I'm like, fuck, I, I'm not getting out of this thing alive. So, so I, I shared it with him, sweating, sweating, excuse my French, sweating balls, you know, the whole time. And, and, um, and he looks at me, he says, what are you doing with this? And I said, nothing. And I said, and who am I to share? I'm just Jeff. I'm just a guy with his deep, you know, with his own deep thoughts. And he looks at me and he said, in 33 words to change my life. He said, let me tell you something. We're on this planet to learn, to love, and to share. And if you're not sharing your gifts, you're being selfish. Quit being so fucking selfish. And he poked me in the chest and walked away. Never even got the guy's name. And in that moment, it all came to me that my perception that if I'm sharing something of myself, that I'm hogging the mic, I'm being narcissistic, egoic, or selfish. And it flipped the script on that to say like, well, maybe if I share what's inside me and I do it not to be good, but I do it to be liberated and free, it'll inspire you to share your gifts and to remind you to also be liberated and free. And so I didn't know what this thing was, but I know it was in my life 2.0 Humanifesto. And I knew that it was about reminding ourselves that we can each see the gold in ourselves. And so I decided to call it, of course, one global threat. And I was going to go around the world and share this message. And then I'm like, no, 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 it's not one global threat. It's one golden threat. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, how do I land it? So if I'm going to share this, how do I give people the reminder? I said, I'm going to go find like the coolest, most ethical golden thread. And as I'm sharing this manifesto, I'm going to tie golden threads around people's wrists to remind them that they're golden inside. And that, these words and that was the way one golden thread started. It started as a connection movement to remind us that we are golden inside. And it, you know, like the manifesto is still something that I share but you know, it like it led to something that that kind of like to a to kind of a follow-up to the human manifesto, which is if I could share just like a little piece of flow retrieve with you, it's like please, please. look, Eric, like after all for myself, the love shops, the mountaintops and the workshops, the one thing I've discovered along that way is that we're good. In fact, we are golden. 
could it be just possibly that simple? That's it. We are worthy. We're enough. We don't need to be fixed. That we can choose to let go our old stories and just shed that shit. There's no need to change because to truly heal, we can choose to well and just reveal because we see it's a choice to release dis-ease to ease to renew from within a welcomed inner peace and within that reveal we can embrace what is real and he numbness wells to feel all the feels to simply choose to stay open to being open is when we trust the trust synchronicity fires within me we and us most dope expression was from the man the bridge builder back in the day whose name you'll remember jfk who said rising tides lift all ships or perhaps if you lean in and listen here's the magic it resides inside a self-permission to shift and pivot because even in our innermost dark waters seemingly casting us most adrift to simply stay committed to your inner gold. You, me, and we each become both the rising tide and the ship that lifts. That's amazing. This is, it's so profound and it speaks so powerfully to me right now especially in this new transition that i'm in it's like wanting to, to share and speak and help people communicate from this place of love and like like this place of heart intelligence and i feel like that is that golden thread and and oftentimes i actually quote you in where i'm discussing things it's like the one golden thread that binds us all together is this heartbeat is the intelligence inside of it and it's so beautiful because I like, I truly believe that we can all be connected a lot more profoundly if we lean into this, this, this heartbeat that we have, right? And, and bring that coherence and amplify it with our mind. So like, brother, you, you've painted a beautiful picture. And I think that it's important for, for people to see this vision. So can you share what have been maybe some of the challenges? And you mentioned like you were, it was difficult you know, for you to bring out this self, right? This, this beautiful golden self of yours. What have been the challenges since bringing that out? Because I know for me, when I like work on projects and visions, you know, there are always challenges that show themselves up. And I feel that these challenges aren't really challenges. Instead, it's how we look at them, how we, how we portray them. Just like, like this gentleman had mentioned to you, right? Like, don't be selfish, right? So it's not really a challenge. It's an opportunity. It's a gift, right? And it actually, it's a gift. It was a gift that sharpened your vision, sharpened your mentality, sharpened your ability to look at it. So when you get challenged in certain areas, what's the clearest way that you're able to go move forward and, and why does it show up in that? Well, first of all, I'll, I'll be very pragmatic or very, um, very grounded about um, what was what what has been the biggest what was the biggest challenge um along this journey um and it was um 
you know, look, I'm not independently wealthy where, um, I, you know, I, I uh, can just not make money for my, you know, to, to, to sustain my Same. ability to live on this planet. And so, um, you know, because One Golden Thread started from such a, I mean, such a deeply resonant heart place and everything before then that I'd done in my life was a, you know, commercial venture, which was about doing something, you know, good in the world, but it wasn't coming from such a deeply visceral heart place. And I think that many people who would be listening to this at some point along their journey are very mission driven. They're doing what they're doing because it's like their heart's calling. You know, it's like, um, as my friend Doug Aiken, you know, coined, he said, you know, a dream that keeps coming back is no longer a dream. It's your calling. And so when you're, when you're living into your calling, I had a big struggle with like, is this, even though it's a for benefit, which means social good is our core and we'll give back impact is central to our model. As we began to create things in the world that people could energy exchange and to put on their bodies. And I'm like, are we allowed? I mean, am I allowed? Am I worthy of living my vision and, and, and doing this and doing it in a way that it can be a, there can be a sacred business, even the sacred or is it can it be a business. I mean, I started playing with that duality, like business is bad. And, you know, even in my own mind, like, and, and the reality is, is you got to obliterate that shell. You got to obliterate that shell and, and, and to say, we can do what we do. And it's all about like, an, it's, it's a beautiful energy exchange. And, you know, look, I mean, one golden thread is still in its nascent, stages of really getting its um getting its footing you know in the world we're on our way um but you know now i've kind of coming into coherence like no we we want to create as much as energy as possible because then we can be a bigger ripple effect and um and it's a beautiful place to to, to shift that perspective and you know and, and and eventually we'll be at a place where you know jeff can support himself to be able to you know, to live and breathe and do all the things in the world. And, and, and we're getting there. Um, but I'm really honored that we're supporting um, these women-led, minority-owned factories in LA and their families who are doing the good, benevolent work of making our clothes. I'm honored that we're, that we're giving people threads of integrity um, to wear that allow them to step into the integrity of thoughts, words, and actions of like, what am I wearing? What am I putting in my body in terms of the food I'm eating, what am I putting on my body in terms of the clothes that I'm wearing, that's in, that's in a vertical stack with who I want to be and, and, and the sovereignty with which I which live. And so that was the biggest challenge to break through. And, you know, and there's voices in our minds, you know, I mean, one of the great lessons along my journey is that we all have an entourage, right? And that entourage isn't that cool HBO show with, you know, with, uh, with that cast of beautiful hilarious characters um you know the it's the voices in our mind that cloud our cloud our abilities to hear our own so who are those voices in my mind that told myself that you're either a businessman or you're you know you're going and hugging a tree and like no we can actually do sacred business because the matrix is fully loaded the matrix is organized and so to come into coherence that no 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 sacred business is intended to blow the cover off of any shell of you know, of, of, of scarcity mindset. You know, sacred business is intended to blow the cover off of the well-oiled machines of the matrix are the only things that can be successful. As we bind together, that's why that quote of the rising tides lift all ships, 
the pandemic was the greatest gift to say, Mm-mm, no, you, us in a room alone ain't the way to get it done. The way we get it done is we see the gifts we bring together and what's a tapestry of humanity that could come together and lift all ships. And so I think that there's, there's, lots of, um, there's lots of illusions along the way that we need to obliterate. But the first one is the challenge of around the energy um, you know, that, um, that we can do in terms of sacred business um, to, to really create a, a dramatic ripple effect. So powerful, and it is it's like I love sacred business. I think that that is. Do you is this beautiful. is this gonna bother? No, bro, bit. you look amazing. Sacred <laughs> business, the 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 way like that, the way that you coined that is so beautiful, and I love that, and I think that it's something that that needs to be shared a lot more. So tell me now, in your words, tell me what is one in golden one golden thread. You know, what's the, ide- the ideology? What's the movement? What's the company? You know, how do you see it playing a role in the world that we face today? And how do you see it showing up for people in today's day and age? Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, we're um, one of many examples out there of, um, of how business can have a philosophy of giving back more than it takes to make. Okay, so uh, we are a regenerative nature uh, life goods company. And so um, we source in it and we innovate with nature because look, I, I suppose that if there's a, if there's a beacon um, for, for, for what we stand for, um, it's Thich Nhat Hanh and, and, and who coined the term interbeing. You know, we believe, I believe in, in my heart of hearts that the greatest lie is the illusion of separation. And it's not separation between you and I or another human, it's separation between us and nature. And so we want to bring that coherence with nature and together in a very visceral, tangible way to remind us that you are nature, right? And so we have a, we have a message and we're, and we're spreading that thread through delicious clothing, but then also amazing botanicists. I mean, like, I mean, this thing is the most incredible thing to put and it's all just plants and it's just like the most beautiful thing um, that we're working with. The, the best and the brightest of, of innovation partners um, who were doing things to remind us that we are nature. And so, you know, we, um, our philosophy um, goes beyond sustainability, which is basically a greenwash bullshit term. Doesn't mean anything to anybody. You, if you ask somebody what does sustainably, sustainability mean, um, you'd get a bunch of different definitions and they would all be amb- ambiguous. But if we talk about Yes, sure, use sustainably sourced materials within a circular system, but really within an infinite model of we regenerate, we give back more to nature than it takes to make. And that's really our philosophy. And so when I talk about that we are a regenerative nature fashion brand um, and a life goods company, um, that's who One Golden Thread is. And the key thing is all that is just an alibi for something so much deeper inside. The message is that we are all golden and that we are all connected through nature as one golden thread that's our message and we're going to weave that through all different ways look it comes back to the great plight that i was plagued by um we um we are and i guess i'll announce it here we are launching um a golden voices series and it's a golden voices to for all those emerged or emerging or emergent um artists who have something to share, um, to, um, to share their, 
their message and we're creating a platform of sharing because again, one golden thread at its core was a connection movement. And this is connection to self. We want to connect to community and we want to connect to the planet. And we're doing that through regenerative, um, regenerative nature, uh, life goods, uh, items that you want to live in, play in, sleep in and rock out the next day. In. Look, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not marketing. If, if you, if you, if you look at the messaging, the, 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 the blessings that we get under thread on our website, of people who talk about like, no, these are these aren't clothes, there's some mystical energy in here. And look, it's not just about the fabrics, it's not about the designs. Um, it's also about every hand that touches this is, 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 is connected to the philosophy of what we're doing. And, um, and we like to say, which is a, the truest true story. The truest true story is everything we do is made by love with love and for love to remind us that you are love. You are golden. So, yeah, man, what we are is we're just getting started. And where, where the thread spreads is really up to um, is being a deep listener to humanity. But, you know, where we are right now is we are a regenerative nature, life goods company, um, giving you delicious items to remind you that you are nature. And, Tell me about and feel, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with saying feel full swag as you're walking down the street. Like I have feel people... Like, like, you know what, if it, I, I, I would share one other thing in terms of challenge. And this is a, this is a very, very powerful lesson for um, everyone to really internalize for what they're doing. Um, we started out talking about um, one golden thread. We are focused on sustainability and regeneration and our goods are made and we're, we're about planting trees and what have you. And it was literally like um, only the sound a dog can hear. We're, we're, you know, sure, my friends were buying the clothes, but nobody was really paying attention. It just was another thing that we're hearing. But the moment that we just started saying, do nothing more than wear what you love. Feel, look and feel as good as you are in your skin. And then, oh, by the way, here's the eco story. And oh, by the way, you were a tree of life and you planted a tree. And oh, by the way, Here's this beautiful connection to community. And oh, by the way, this, this purchase not only planted a tree, but supported last summer color of change. And oh, by the way, we supported Alzheimer Foundation, which is the mental illness that's going to touch every one of us. 50% of us are going to be touched by that mental illness at some point with somebody we love in our lives, including my mother, who just, you know, um, peacefully, beautifully transitioned last year. And so, look, I'll share it by way of this. And this, this, you'll never forget this because I never forgot it since I was in second grade. Everything I learned about benevolent business, I learned in second grade from my dog, Sam, and my father, Mort, Mort Meyerskult. My father took me over to, my, uh, to Sam, my dog's dog bowl, and he said, listen, Sam has worms. We need to give Sam a pill. How do you give a dog a pill? And I said, I don't know, we'll hide it in his food. And my dad says, no, dogs are smart. They'll feel the texture, they'll sniff it out and they'll spit it out. And he said, do we just jam it down his throat? No, he will spit it up. Dogs don't like to be told what to do. And I said, what do we do? And my dad said, we wrap it in something sweet. We put it in peanut butter and then the dog will eat it all day long. And so what we're doing is we have a beautiful, the world 
the world has a big pill to swallow. It's the fact that we've been extractive, retractive. We've been a, a consumption society. We've taken more than we need. We've taken things, we've, we've, we've bought things with, with obliviousness in, in our own minds. Sure, there's been the food revolution. We've woken up to that, but fashion was the last frontier. And so for us, I look at us going back to my second grade wisdom as we're wrapping the beautiful pill in something sweet around where something that was, is good from earth and good for earth. Have a model of benevolence where we're giving back more than it takes to make. And do that by doing nothing more than wearing something sweet that reminds you that you're golden. That's when things pivoted, when we just started talking about like, no, 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 this is about you and, 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 and looking and feeling as good as you are. And look, Eric, I mean, I, I, I believe in, in, in language matters. And, you know, this is absolutely about um, we go over ego. Yeah. And so, you know, I really believe that these are not one of the things that's been really magical is, look, everything I designed, I designed for me and what I wanted to wear. And people, that's when they first started seeing it, they would say like, oh, I'm dressing like Jeff. Here's the thing. It's completely shifted. This is like a blank canvas. This isn't Jeff. This is this is you. When you put these clothes on, you look like you. You look like you. You look like you. And so the most amazing thing that I've discovered is the greatest gift is this was never about me. It's about we. And these are not look at me clothes. These are see right to me clothes. Mm. This is who and you I love are. Them. And, and by the way, I'm wearing... Like I'm fully decked out in all of your clothes and I'd love them all. Thank you. And they are absolutely amazing. And, and the one thing that I really wanted to touch on is like this, this brilliance that you're bringing, right? And, and how you're materializing it through your message, right? And it, the one golden thread. Yeah, like it's, it's so important to, to what we're putting on us. And, and but this mission is so much deeper and it's such a deeper component of really bringing and having this like the the reason that you and me have connected so deeply was because we both want to come from this place of tremendous servanthood right from this place of like our hearts are just wanting to like re resonate with each other so that we can bring this bigger ripple effect and you know that's what we're doing here right even in this conversation right our energy is we're bouncing off each other and i think the the, the disconnect that happens so often in the world is like this we we think that we need to compete but it's actually this evolution of of bringing us together and merging of consciousness that is going to bring us all to a new place of resonance and what you're doing with one golden thread like i love the clothes you know I, you know you know this before i even you know we've connected before i even had the clothes and like full, fully fell in love with them um even more so now that i have them but like I fell in love with the mission, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what I think needs to be like, also like really heard here is because the mission is like, how can we really show our hearts with vulnerability, willingness to say that, like, listen, what's inside of our hearts and what continues to come back to it is our true vision, right? Like all this playfulness and things that when we were kids, these dreams that we had, those were, signs to allow us to become who we're meant to be and i think 
one golden thread is a huge testament to that, brother. You know, you you, you just uh, you're right about us riffing because you just unpacked something for me that um, that I've never said um, out loud before, and I want to share it um, for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Now is I actually don't really have a desire for you to fall in love with the one golden thread mission. What I have a desire, a deep heart desire is for you to fall more deeply in love with your mission by wearing these threads. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That is, that is literally the, the most important thing that we can all do. Like, because it's like, it's so beautiful, right? Everybody here, everybody in this world has this ability inside of themselves. And I think the biggest disconnect that's happening right now is we're not fully falling in love with our mission and what has been there since the moment we've come into this world. And so us as leaders, it's like, you know, all the food, all the technology for this sustainable, clean energy, right? That has, has, has been around all the to annihilate 925 hungry, starving individuals in the world has been around for 50 years to house and look after them. But what we're lacking is the leadership. What we're lacking is the coherence for people to lean into what they believe in inside of their heart. And this, brother, like, this is our duty. This is like what I see as you're sharing, you know, people's vision and, and your vision you're allowing other people to bring out their best. Well, and I'll, and I'll, share, I'll share this once again with, with, with um, uh, grounded practicality. You know, from day one, um, I never visioned One Golden Thread was a brand for us. It was a canvas for co-creation for all of us. That's why, you know, we have been like, I trust you, the, the humans I trust, and with other like, um, like-hearted um, entities, communities, causes, artists, we are printing their message on our clothes with one golden thread and it becomes their community thread. Like that's, that's, that was always the grandest vision is that we've created these canvases for co-creation. We actually have, if you go to our website and you click on collaborate and you look on um, benevolent brands and brands and you and you, and bands and you click on that you'll see this message like this is a canvas for co-creation and that's what I think we're all here to do we're all canvases for co-creation mm. you know that that's when we literally can wear the change that we see to be because you we are about, the, we, we are we are the loves we've been waiting for yes and you talked about the golden voices and I love this because Recently, I actually signed up to, to start doing like singing lessons and I've been learning to play the guitar because I feel like this, there's this presence and I feel that so many of us have this powerful voice. And it, of course, it doesn't need to be singing or but like we need to start sharing what's inside of us. And that mission is inside of our hearts. It's to communicate it in a more empowering and powerful way to the people that are around us so that we can co-create. Because then when you you share that, you attract the right individuals to help you make that happen, make it a reality. Yeah. So somebody once said to me, they said, you know what you do, Jeff, because you see the gold inside people is you, you put people on the spot. And then, and then they said, but you don't do that. What you do is you shine the spotlight on people's gold. 
And I'm mm. like, yeah, that, that's actually true. So you know what I want to invite you to do is, is, is just a moment, just for a moment, whatever song is singing in your head, just give us a little, give us a little acapella nugget. Just like a oh. little, just like a little, just a little nugget. Okay, so there's this beautiful song that um, that I heard in when I was in Brazil, and it's something that like has always. Actually, it was the first time that Pedro and I, when we were in like ceremony, uh, they sang it, and it's a it's a it's a song that speaks to like bringing in the forces of of nature, right? From from us to togetherness. And it talks about like, uh, so it goes, okay, 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 I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, okay. Um, Kayawe, Kayawe, boo boo, Iskawata Kayawe, Iskawata Kayawe, Iskawata Kayawe, Kiki, Kayawe, 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 Kiki, Iskawata Kayawe, Kayawe, Kiki. You just brought in the forces of nature. <laughs> Thank you. you are a force of nature, brother. It's yeah. so cool, bro. I, I, I love that you're... That bro, you're, you totally put me on the spot and I love it. I'm so grateful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what? It's like, um, there's something there's something so powerful. Look, one of, I've had so many blessings of teachers such as you and other, I mean, along my journey that they just take me in deeper to my own. And one of my, um, one of my favorite, you know, well, they're all my favorite. You're all my favorites. Everybody's my favorite because they all, if they touch me, they're my favorites and um, is just magic. And she said something about, about um, this idea that we get in our minds about the, the, the greatest lies, the illusion of perfection. Yeah. One of the greatest lies. And it's like, Oh my God, I'm not ready to sing that song force of nature because it hasn't been perfectly perfected. But it's like, well, why are you sharing it? Are you performing? Are you performing for me? I mean, for me, what I call that is I call that a performance, right? It's not a performance. It's a performance. And what Jess said is she said, you have gifts to share. And share your gifts not to be good, but share your gifts to be free. So, like, is there something inside your body by you sharing that maybe publicly for the first time just now? Yeah, it you was slightly li more liberated and free. Hundred percent, of course. I feel great. Like it's so beautiful. I like hundred percent. There's no way. Like, I, I, I and you know the, the the coolest thing is like I always thought from a young age like I didn't have a voice or I didn't know how to sing or I didn't have a good enough voice to sing. Right. And it was just a story that I kept telling myself. And so it's funny, like now going back into like being an adult and going back to this playfulness, I'm allowing for myself to like, like try to do things that like I'm truly inspired by. And that is what, what, you know, my mission inside my heart is, is really catapulting me is like, go, like, just do it. Have the courage. It doesn't matter. We're, we're kids playing on this playground. Let's play. You know, and, and that has allowed me to come out a lot more recently than in the past, you know, few years. Yeah, I mean, what it's, it's interesting because um, with it's another challenge point, because I think that's a very interesting through line, which you've brought up, is um, 
I, I was scared shitless to share the Humanifesto for the first time in Berlin publicly at a, in, you know, in front of a group of 108 or something like that people at Olivia Steele's art gallery opening, who if you don't know Olivia Steele is, look her up, Steelism on Instagram. She's yeah. a magical uh, word. She's in the visa right now. And neon, yeah, and neon um, amplifier of, uh, of messaging in nature. Um, but you know, it was interesting, like um, I never had, this is, this, is, this is powerful, brother. This is a powerful download. I never had any fear as it related to being a first time clothing designer um, at age 52. I never designed anything before in my life. Um, when I could have in my mind's eye have exposed myself to self ridicule like self-ridicule and ridicule from another, like, who do you think you are designing clothes? You don't know what the fuck you're doing. But here's, but here, here, here's, here's the, here's the nipple hard mic drop. <laughs> Let's just mix two metaphors. Nipple hard mic drop. I did not design for anybody but myself. So there was nobody to disappoint. I was just playing. Oh, a little bit longer, a little bit longer on the sleeve. Let's make that tight instead of, you know, showing a big, you know, you know, wide open. Let's 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 honor it. You know, let's like let's have it be a little bit longer so it's elongating for the human form. Let's use these like literally like I let's have it be raw edge because light just like life, raw edges. You know, and like I was doing it, I was playing with my for myself, with myself, as myself, and so I never once had any fear because I pushed past the resistance to fear because I was doing that for myself and it was just rising to wisdom and rising to love. Whereas, and, 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 and even with the Humanifesto, which maybe if we've got time, it's four minutes and 44 seconds, I'll share it when we clip me to close it out. Um, I was so afraid when I first started because in my mind's eye, even though it was so deeply personal to myself, I felt like I was performing it. And the moment that I, I transitioned and I'm like, no, I'm just prayer forming something that's inside me. If there's something that's not resonant for you, throw it away. And if there's something that lands for you, take it and make it your own. The words are not mine. The words are ours. And that's when I pivoted. And so this, this idea of like, like leaning and even being on a call like this, nine years ago, I would have been scared shitless to be on a call with somebody like you that would ask me a question looking me directly and, and ask me a question and it would reveal something about myself. And, and now like that's, it's, it's as fluid as breathing. And I'll share one other thing with you that again, for me is my deepest nipple hard mic drop. Remember I told you I was getting sick, hospital sick, walking pneumonia three times in seven years leading up to 42. when I took that workshop called claiming your voice <clears throat> brother. I was getting sick twice a year. I have not been sick since that time on my birthday of June, 2012. I have not been sick in nine years. Now, our bodies were meant to actually heal and rejuvenate since the moment we're born. And yeah. we, but we have to tap into that level of consciousness that, that actually brings this coherence from our heart to our brain. Yeah. And, there, and, there's, and the people around us that are that are teaching us to go deeper, 
you know, like Johan Herb in terms of breath work or, or Biet in terms of meditation and, and all these individuals that are taking us deeper into how our bodies can be these regenerative healing, revealing machines. Um, I have so much respect and reverence for, and, you know, again, like we're not here to do this thing alone. We're here to share gifts and rise together. Wow, bro. Like, I love it because we really have this, like, I feel such a deep brotherhood with you and this deep level of resonance, you know, I feel like we can learn so much from each other, but yet, like, we're so, we've been so much on this, like, same path and similar path of, like, diving deep within ourselves. And I think that level of consciousness, and you said we've, we've been learning from so many different teachers, do you find yourself you know, overwhelmed right now by what go- is going on in the world around you because people in, in, in people like uh, that we're learning from are, are bringing us back to our centers, allowing us to really step in and step through. And so I know for myself that in the past, I would have definitely been overwhelmed by what's happening, you know? And I know that you're in this place of deep resonance with self and able to come back to the center. So to anybody that is maybe overwhelmed right now and, you know, with what is happening, what would you say to them in, in your experience of, of, of life right now? So if there's a mantra of a word, um, it's, um, you know, one of those words is sovereign. You know, what is sovereign? Sovereign is, is, is self-regulating. Sovereign is being, is coming back to like the feeling inside. Um, and um, <clears throat> look, we, we're going to have, and it's just going to continue to spiral. Um, and it's through these kinds of things. And it's through the external things that are happening. Um, the most, if our greatest superpower is gratitude, our greatest tool to get there is self-awareness. <clears throat> and what I, what I would say um, is, um, you know, I think Ram Das said it so powerfully about our center. Your center is your constitution. Your center is like, is, is that feeling of like you breathing right now, that breath that you took, that's your center. And what he said is if we come back to our center, we can move in any direction. So coming back to our center and center is just like grounding. Center is like get, taking your shoes off and actually getting in the grass. Center is like, is, is getting, getting actually connected to a tree. And it's not like being a tree hugger. We don't need to, we don't need to go all the way to saying like, oh, I need to be, it's not the duality of, of what you are or what you're not. It's like just realizing this idea of coming back into our nature is our center. Coming back into our center is our ability to move. And also just realizing like, you know, I mean, it's perspective, man. I mean, like, God, the perspective and my mother and her Alzheimer journey taught me everything I need to know about perspective and patience and purpose and presence, presence, man, presence, like the present moment of just having the ability to take this next breath. We get to be able to see, we get to be able to feel, we get to be able to taste that beautiful feel. We get to be able to smell those flowers. We get to be able to do these things. And coming back into that and realizing if you want to zoom all the way out, just call this a motherfucking game. It's like we get to play the game again in this next moment. And so, look, I've, I've definitely had moments of overwhelm. And I'll just share this by way of uh, 
visual and you actually do this because you i know you are a surfer right yeah, I surf. okay i don't i don't surf i've taken a surfing lesson but i don't surf but i understand um the power and the potency of like of of metaphor and 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 if you want to close your eyes for a minute and visualize um even if you haven't surfed if you've been um, under the water and caught in a little bit of an undertow of of that water and what's our first inclination fight or flight it's to see the light even if you're upside down and kind of you don't even know which way to go and you swim like hell to the surface and the reality is you're fighting the current of life instead of like when you're feeling those moments of disease and again picture underneath the water how do the big wave surfers survive the biggest spills they actually go limp in their body and they surrender to what they're feeling and they let themselves feel, they allow themselves to feel it all. And by going limp in their body, the natural current of the water will just take you to the light. And so it's such a beautiful metaphor because like, even in my moments of like, I feel like overwhelmed, I just am like, I'm just going to breathe. I'm just going to so surrender the feeling Like, wow, I feel really overwhelmed. I'm having the self-awareness. Wow. What is that feeling? Is that a trigger? Wow. What actually is that? Actually, you know what? I'm going to have my mom coming back to my mom presence, perspective, perspective is, yeah, I've got that going on, but look at all the things. I still got this roof over my head. I've still got this ability to take this next step, this next breath. And so <clears throat> perspective, have patience with yourself. You know, the, 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 this notion around perfection is one of the things that has, has, has completely um, fucked us up. And so it's like, wow, this is really perfect. I have an expression which means a lot to me, which maybe will speak to you in this moment. Anybody out there that's feeling overwhelmed, some way, shape or form, despite what you're feeling, is that you are a miracle. Miracles are messy. Self-permission to make a mess. Just go. So. Well, thank you for sharing this. This is absolutely amazing. Like it, being able to take the walk inside your mind and deeper inside your heart is truly a gift. And I appreciate allowing me to now or later having that that opportunity to go into it because I know for a fact that there's a lot of people you know they're being pushed around you know and like you said they're getting taken by these waves and they're not allowing their toes to happen they're they're continuing to be like hearing with what their heart is telling them and they're really just settling they're settling for what's out there and getting out of their flow state because they're they, they stop believing themselves and they're not really putting themselves into their aligned self. So, like, I've created this, like a little bit of source of um, alignment, right? Like putting people back to their state of flow. Like, it's something that really is courageous because I found myself same thing, like going into ways and not allowing myself to fully admire what, what the, the wisdom that it was inherently inside of me. So I needed to learn to get back into the center. And I realized that it all goes back to that. So what are the questions for yourself that you ask yourself in whenever you are determining what your next step is to keep you in your state? Great, great. It's such a 
powerful question. Um, I'm going to pick it up based upon a word that you said, which is believe. What do I believe about myself right now? And to understand that belief is my, is, is my current construct of my identity. And our identity oftentimes is the thing that gives us that feeling of safety and that feeling of, of comfort um, and, and self-trust. But the reality is it also can create you know, a shell of a, of a barrier. And so within our beliefs, there's a lie. And I mean, literally, spell out the word right now, belief. Beliefs. Literally, right in the middle of it, there's a motherfucking lie. L-I-E. Inside beliefs. And so what I do is <clears throat> give myself like the space and the and the and the humanity and the and the and the humility and the and the, and being humble of saying, well, is what if what I'm feeling am I overwhelmed? Am I feeling doubt or am I feeling uncertainty? Because if I'm feeling doubt, doubt is the ultimate motherfucker. It will paralyze us. It will question everything about us, not in a positive way, but it will, it will make us question our ability to even stand. All of a sudden, my posture will go back to my, what my posture. See, this is my doubt posture. Uncertainty is just like, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm going to take that next step because uncertainty can be a beautiful way to live. So in those moments of like where I'm kind of rocked, it's like, wow, this is, un this is uncertain. I don't know what's going to happen with one golden thread. I don't know where it's going to go in the world. But I have no doubt that whatever it's going to be, it's going to be what's manifesting. It's going to be what's, what's, what's prophesied. It's going to be what's intended. Because it's kind of a cool construct for those in the middle world that can talk about this idea. Like, it's, this has all already happened. We're now just like witnessing it play out. And so, you know, one of my, my mantra, you know, going into um, 2021 was just to allow to receive with ease. And um, I don't know if you know uh, my intent. My intent's a beautiful, uh, launched by a beautiful man, Chris Pan, who wanted to remind us that we could have a message um, that we can wear that reminds us what our message is. And my mantra for 2021 is just to allow to receive with ease. And so my word is ease. And so, yeah, man, I, I just, I think that the, the, that's a beautiful thing to sort of like deconstruct with, um, with, um, with softness and, and, and ask ourselves the questions like, wow, is this doubt or is this uncertainty? Because if it's doubt, I can basically say, no, 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 that, that's that entourage story. I'm going to obliterate that. And I'm going to step deeply into uncertainty with like a sense of joy and curiosity and love and purpose. And I don't know how this is going to go. And it's cool, man. Uncertainty is a beautiful way to live. Doubt is a motherfucker. Eradicate and understand that within your beliefs is a lie. And that's the shell that we need to obliterate.
I can't hear you, brother. I can't. I don't know what happened to your mic, but I. I, I don't know if. Uh, That working? Yeah, now it's working. So weird. So I was just gonna say how profound that was. Wow, like um, you know, I know you. I know you've been sharing so much and so much wisdom um, here. Like you are embodying so much wisdom on a regular, deep, deep sense, brother. And I, I promise, like I'm super curious a little bit deeper about your practical side of uh, speaking as practical look what was just brought in placed in front of me ah, beautiful like, like, wow love oh amazing can i have some yeah i mean can you see what's here this is all just like just such amazing. beauty and grace oh okay wow. right you're making me hungry by the way i do love what you what you said is um i'm gonna really receive that because it's like if, if you ask me <clears throat> in this moment, what is one golden thread? It's embodied wisdom. I feel that. And, I, and it's definitely what I feel even wearing it today. You know what I mean? Like this is really the practical side of things that I really want to kind of pivot to is about yeah. this clothing, about what you're doing, you know, the packaging, the way that it feels, the way that it, it, it comes in the you know tell, tell us about the pack tell us about your experience receiving the packaging yeah so brother like the packaging the way that it came in and how it's like rolled up and around a beautiful golden thread and you unleash it and you uncover it and you open it and, the, and then the words that are on the package like you know we are golden and how we are all together uh and i even actually like read it out loud and i like I shared it on, on Instagram, the powerful a passage that you had shared in, in the packaging because it was so touching, you know, and it like it literally brought a tear to my eye, bro. Mm. The way that it, it really was so impactful and intentional is really the unique thing. And so how did you come up with it? You know, like how, how did you design it? And, and what do you see one golden thread coming in the next decade, in the next century. Well, first of all, just to uh, put put the finishing thought on, on what you what you shared. I mean, you'll notice that there was no pack, there was no plastic touching None. your None. your product. <clears throat> That's the most um, probably the most expensive muslin um, eco created bag um, that's intended to be reusable. The golden thread that ties it all up is intended to be shared for others on their wrist to remind them that they're golden inside. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you, when you're creating from with, a, with such a place of like joy and, and almost like childlike wonderment, um, yeah. everything, including the packaging and including inc even the, the outer mailer. I don't know if you noticed that, but that's also um, the most expensive mailer because it's that could decompose back to earth. So, you know, it's it's just beautiful that every piece of this along the journey, you know, has has that sense of um, of, of deep integrity. So when you say how did you concept it, um, so it started in terms of the clothes. I mean, it started with me wanting to make for me the world's perfect tee, and you and I are both wearing it for me, and I wanted it to be longer arm hugging sleeves and elongating the human form. And so it started with the tee, 
and I made it for me and it, it was cool to see that other people agreed. And so I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to make something else. And then I'm like, well, I want to be, I want to just be wrapped in this. I want to sleep with this. I want to be with this. I want to have something. I spent a lot of time traveling in Southeast Asia and the great, you know, lesson and blessing to have with me along my journey was my sarong. And so I created my version of a sarong, which is almost like a sarite because it's sarite for life. And it's the nature wrap, which is around your shoulders. And that is literally like has 108 uses and oh yeah, there's two of them right there and tie it around your waist and it's a mosquito net. And women can flip it up into a dress and, and tie it around and, and, and it becomes the Jedi wrap and, you know, all the things in between. And then I wanted to, you know, um, to have something that reminded us that we're all, we're all motherfucking Jedis. And so that's when the duster came into play and, and what have you. And, um, and the pants, you know, man, I've traveled um, in the world and I've always was, was a fan of like the Jodhpurs in India. They were a little bit more, gave you a little bit more, you know, looseness and went a little bit tighter on the ankles. And but I wanted to do it um, updated for Western palettes and to have it be Jeff proof because I've lost two in, in pants. I wore pants before one golden thread. And in those pants that I wore, um, I lost two cell phones, a wallet and five iPod little, you know, iPod uh, things. And so I wanted these pants to be Jeff proof. And that's why, you know, for those that aren't familiar with the pants, I mean, yeah, <laughs> pockets inside pockets and a proper 10 gauge zipper and over here, you know, pockets inside pockets with a top flap and then a side pocket here for your, for your phone. So it's literally kind of like, you know, burning man, you know, practicality in the real world. Like, don't lose your shit, you know, secure your belongings and do it super cozy and comfortable. And what's, and again, like I just played and, and I, and I, it's, it's play, man. And I think that, look, I used to be in advertising and my first boss, this is a great lesson for all you wisdom, conscious, you know, uh, curious entrepreneurs out there. Um, my first boss in advertising, I was doing food accounts, you know, um, uh, and, and he said, you know, the most important thing for you to do is play with your food, play mm. with your food, like get into your food, do different things, do things that are a little audacious. And I did. And I've done that. And so this was my version of playing with my food, playing with different fabrics, even the fabrics. I, I felt with I was blessed with touch from my mother's touch. And and I and I touched a fabric and. After 108, and I felt this fabric, and I said, I love that. What is that? They said that's regenerative tree fiber, very expensive, tensile from an innovation company in Austria called Lensing. And then what's this? I felt this Supima, and I'm like, I want to do my own blend of those two things, put it together. And so you, if you take that nature wrap off and you put your hands together like this, do it right now. Just put your thumbs together where you're kind of like, and pull as hard as you can. Literally, like, pull as hard as you can. No, you're a strong guy. Pull harder. Pull harder, dude. Exactly. You couldn't rip that if you wanted to. Oh, you can't. So it's There's super no soft and durable, just like, you know, like a, like you're a Kevlar bunny rabbit. Yeah. I love it, so, dude. I don't know, really man. Like, I'm, just, I'm just playing, and I'm, I'm doing it. it. I'm doing it for like – I thought I, I started by doing it for me, and now I'm doing it for we, you know? I'm so in love with it. I love the fabric. I love love the mission, love the vision, love the future. Um, love where it's headed. Um, now, 
when it comes to your business, what matters most? What would you say that it matters most for the continuation of it? Like, you know, I know, you know, you, you want to at the end of the day bring this level of consciousness, but like, what are the causes in the movement that is most important to you fundamentally um, so that you are remembered? Like, this is your legacy, brother, right? So, yeah. and I feel like you already, you're on a very, like, high going spiral up exponential delivery to the world um and what's going to be you know what people say about one golden thread in you know the next decade you know and why is that why is that ideology or what they say about one golden thread so important to you so our our ideology is based around the sacred number 108 and 108 is the mystical number that connects all things and beings in the universe. And, you know, I, I've spent a life like taking things apart and putting them back together with curiosity. And for me, even though as a totality, it's around infinite love and, you know, and the interconnectedness of all things and beings in the universe, nature and us is one, very much the philosophy of interbeing. Um, it's self, it's community, and it's planet, 108. And so as we continue to grow, we look to feed um, prosperity for self, community, and planet. So how can we, we, there it is, baby, the 108. I love it. I love it. I love it. And by the way, if you spin that thing, if you spin it, yeah. can sh show everybody what happens when you, no, exactly. Nothing spins until you start with yourself. Take your, put your, put your, put your left hand, there you go. There you go. Now everything moves when you, when you start with yourself. So um, we want to continue to support self. That's why that's the golden voices, you know, amplifying those voices that remind us of our own. We want to do things in community that, that spread a community thread and do things to, to plant trees and prosperity for community. Because when communities get behind, let's say the, the, the humans I trust, the humans I trust shirt that we're doing in collaboration, for every one of those, we plant a tree. In, in behalf of them. So we're going to be planting a tree. We're going to be having tree planting in communities around the world as we continue to expand and get bigger. And then we will always stay to our core that um, our core is that we will give back to nature more than it takes to make to create. So um, that's why right now, you know, in our model at scale to be very, again, practical is to one, one to 108x impact. One to 108x impact. What I mean is that from one beech tree that regenerates on its own anyway, but from one wheat beech tree, we can make 108 of these. And from more, every one of these sold, we plant a tree. So at scale, it's one to 108x impact. So as we grow, as the energy goes, we can actually do more in terms of impact, which is very exciting. Um, and at our core, we'll always remember that all of these things are just an alibi for something so much deeper inside, and it's the embodied wisdom to remind ourselves that we are all golden and that we're all connected to each other and nature is one golden thread. Yeah. Like all of it, you know what I mean? Like it's so beautiful. This has been honestly brother amazing. I'm very excited with your ability that I served before alongside you. I just believe you know this it again. And I hope that everybody that's been watching, just like tremendous watching or listening, wherever you are, like 
go check out what they're going to get. Go find out how powerful this message is. Well, Eric, you know, you, you, we, we believe, we believe in the we, and we believe in you and, um, and the use of the world, we call them our badassers, as you know, and you are a, you are a true badasser that, that is living life golden in every respect. And so um, anybody that is, um, is, that is receiving this from you, I know that, you know, you've got a special community code, so you'll, you can share that out and, you know, your tribe. Um, we'll be we'll be then aggregating all the number of trees that are planted in a blessing. And by the way, I'm very excited um, that we are we've committed to plant 5,000 trees in the um, Amazon reforestation uh, down in Brazil this fall. So um, so we're just getting started, just getting started. And um, you know, it's it's not about the aggregate. It's I don't believe in oneness anymore. I believe in every one by oneness. And that's what's happening here. So, and to close this out, look, we've got, um, we've got, uh, I've got seven minutes. And if you want to take four minutes and 44 and receive. Dude, yes, I, I, let's do I'd it. Love, let's do it. Love let's do it. Let's do it. Please, 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 please. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. So let's get, let's get, let's get comfortable. And we'll start with the intention. And the most powerful intention is to remind ourselves that we each get to choose to rise, to realize there is no enemy inside. To quiet that riot is to live life alive. Take a deep breath. Right here, we each get to choose to choose freedom from resistance to fear to swim in our dark with open eyes, years of fears rise to wisdom sparked from our open hearts. Right now, we each get to choose to choose to breathe with our pain. Life lessons revealed our most treasured human gains. Every chance we choose to choose, love, kindness, and soul, our inner ego shines as our quiet hero, our river, our life flows, letting go. Pain to pleasure, imagined failure, euphoric once again, chasing the light, lost in the dark. In this moment, I choose to receive those highs and lows as illusions, just the same. Our past stories that self-judge and criticize, could they be just lies in disguise? In this moment, I choose to choose my current experience as the master guide of our why. So if that's our intention, how do we integrate it? And for me, Eric, it all came down to five simple words. Love myself, embrace thy shadow. 
I now allow myself to see and be seen. Thus, I see you and you see me. My mind unlocked, my heart unlocked, my voice reclaimed. Those three keys released. The alchemist's search for answers and others may cease. Opening me and we to just be liberated and free. And within that good vibe, we each know our lighthouse shines from inside. And when we stray from our way, the gift of our birth is returned grateful from our inner nature and the green and blue grace of Mother Earth. So how do we, how do we light it? How do we ignite it? And it starts by reminding ourselves that the greatest lie is the illusion of separation. And that this every one by oneness is one tribe, open, unified, electrified. It's a planetary magic carpet ride. Outrageously courageous. We are ready for this right here, right now, moment in time. Self-love invites and ignites a shared love. Whatever your chosen energy source, feel that beacon course through you as your life force. This emotion is our devotion in motion. I love the way we love. We live to love and we love to live. Awake in the chance. And when we stumble, perfectly imperfect, we make it part of our dance. In our world, we surrender to love. We trust the trust because it resides inside us, revealing all around us. The love that you are is the love that we are. I am golden. We are all connected as one golden thread. So lead with love, be joyful, live curious, adventure to discover, ascending our lives as playful, animal of life, lovers. That touched my heart deeply. Mm. Thank you so much for that. That was magical. magical. You are, man. You are magic. Like, you are magic. So, Thank you for the way you cohere community, the way that you invite curiosity, the way that you celebrate consciousness in a way that's very practical and tangible and joyful and invites people deeper into theirs. Um, it's a, it's a real thing to witness, man. And this is, um, it's cool. Um, it's cool to see men such as you that are, that are standing in their truth and um, doing it with, with sovereignty and, and, and 
and vulnerability. And, and that is the truest essence of power over force. And that's where, that's where the planet wins. So thank you for the beautiful work you're doing in the world. And I know it's not work. I know it's, it's you just breathing and being, you can't do it any other way. Thank you kindly for your love. Uh, brother, I, I really appreciate your time. I know that it's so valuable. And, uh, this is really a magical experience. And I just want to say thank you. You know, this was, yeah, just, I, I look forward to meeting in person. I hope maybe, maybe in a visa. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> um, but uh, other like, I really feel like, you know, we're putting people together and really bringing this new level of uh, consciousness to the world and, and these new ideas and movements and ideologies is what I feel really matter and what can really make a difference. And so, yeah. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll, leave, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave it with this, which is, um, I, I, you know, I respectfully, you know, um, feel that these are not new, I, 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 new ideas or even new ideals. They are ancient. And that's yeah. why, like, like I, that's why, and I want you to receive this, and I want you to receive this blessing because this is this is the or this reflection, is that you are one of the ancient newcomers. Put your hand over your heart, and say, and does does that resonate for you? So 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 say thank you. I know. Thank you, thank you. I know. Thank you, I know. Thank you, brother. I know. That's medicine for you. That's medicine from you for you. Stay in the stay in that you you know. There's no validation from the outside world. You don't need to thank me for anything. Thank yourself for reminding yourself that you know. I love you, David. Love you too. Hey, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to The Resilient Minds. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please make sure to go comment and like and follow us on iTunes or Spotify and make sure, please make sure that if you really love this, to share this episode and make sure that you're inviting all your friends to like it as we continue to unfold what the beauty of our minds does. More importantly, how powerful our heart level of intelligence can be when we combine our heart and our brain together. And more importantly, check out the alignment course that I've created. It's seriously there for you to take advantage of at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment. See you on the next show.